Welcome to Cannabis Health Radio, a podcast where we share stories from people around the world who are using cannabis as medicine. The information is meant to raise awareness about the health benefits of cannabis, which should not be taken as medical advice. Now, here are your hosts, Ian Jessup and Corey Yelland. And we welcome you to another episode of Cannabis Health Radio. I'm Ian Jessup. And I'm Corey Yelland. Here's an interesting fact to start the show. Each year, there are more than 167,000 emergency room-treated injuries and 300 deaths in the U.S. that are caused by falls from ladders. Most ladder deaths are falls from 10 feet or less. The United States leads the world in ladder deaths, according to the World Health Organization. Of course, falling from a ladder occurs practically everywhere. And if there are 300 deaths in the U.S. from falls from ladders, that is 300 more than cannabis deaths. Today in the program, we're going to talk to a man who suffered a 20-foot fall from a ladder at work and ended up on multiple pharmaceuticals that created other serious health issues. And joining us to tell his story is Ron McNabb of Ontario, Canada. Ron, good of you to be here. We appreciate you telling your story. Thanks very much. And thank you for uh, inviting me on the show to uh, tell my story. Now, um, if you can help one person, great. Perfect. Let's start by telling us about your accident. When did it happen? Uh, it happened in 1998. Uh, I was uh, at work, uh, working at a restaurant servicing uh, the uh, equipment and that there for the kitchen and came off the roof and uh, the ladder slipped out from underneath me and I went straight down onto asphalt uh, smashing my right ankle and didn't have any back issues at the time but over the years uh, that came into play. Now what about your ankle? That's quite the fall. Mm-hmm. Yeah it was it was uh, quite the fall um, it happened out about uh, two hours away from my home uh, I ended up going to the hospital. They ended up saying, oh, it's probably no big deal. They sent me back home. I got a call from a different hospital closer to my where I was living, and they said, you need to come in. Um, and the uh, orthopedic surgeon at the time uh, didn't wasn't sure if they were going to be able to save my foot or not. You're kidding. Wow. Yeah, not kidding. They, thankfully, she did. Yeah. Um, do have some uh, bone loss. Uh, as a result, uh, all of that. So, Ron, tell us about uh, what occurred after that. How your health deteriorated over the years? Uh, over the years, just I guess with the um, strain of the injury and walking, with it being a weight-bearing joint, uh, my back got affected. I continued working for many years. I ended up switching into office work. Uh, to get away from the physical manual labor and uh, continued to do that up until 2014 um, when unfortunately my health got so bad uh, affecting my mental health. Uh, My back was even worse, Um, ended up having uh, being diagnosed with severe spinal stenosis uh, down the lower back causing nerve impingements and uh, neuropathic pain uh, in my feet. and it's just got progressively worse. Uh, I had been on so many different medications to try to deal with the symptoms of one thing and it would cause issues with something else. Uh, so I was on that pharma train 
of uh, one pill after another. Yeah, how many pills were you on a day? Uh, got up to the point where I was on 23 pills a day. 23? So you started this pill regime um, right after your fall? Uh, not initially. Um, I was always very careful using... Um, never... Actually, I'll clarify that. I was always always used prescribed medications, never abused the dosages or whatever, yet I had issues. Um, didn't didn't realize it through the fog of it all until afterwards. Uh, but initially, um, using just uh, Percocets and such uh, as needed. But as my health got worse, it increased to one med- another medication and then another and then another and then another until I was on about seven different medications. It's interesting. Your, your, your story is very similar to a fellow we interviewed, uh, uh, Russell Longhammer from Dallas, who fell when he was working mm-hmm. during a winter storm in uh, Dallas and injured his back. And he was on pharmaceuticals for quite some time. He was on so many, as a matter of fact, that uh, he ended up with uh, heart issues. And the doctor blamed his opioid use. <laughs> the doctor was the one that recommended yeah. it. Yeah. How, how, yeah. Did, how did these drugs um, make you feel? Uh, horrible. Um, every, every, everyday life was literally a living hell. Um, constant uh, daily suicidal thoughts and ideations uh, that just wouldn't go away. Um, I, I basically ballooned up to 230 pounds. I'm, I'm five foot uh, three. Uh, I went up to 230 pounds, remained sitting in a recliner most of the day. Uh, whenever I did need to get around, I used the uh, aids of a mobility scooter and cane. Um, and even then, I would still have falls uh, based on my uh, back giving out on me. Um, it was certainly no way to live. Um, and the side effects of the medications just made everything worse. Uh, I ended up having a really bad reaction to hydromorph uh, in um, early 2020. And uh, that was when, uh, March 2020, I decided that I'm going to get off of all the pills and use solely cannabis. And uh, I've remained doing that uh, so far without, with the exception of a short period of time in December 2020 when I had uh, hernia surgery. Ron, had you used cannabis at all prior to, to then? Uh, 2017 is when I began using cannabis. Uh, 2015, I had that started to become uh, part of the discussion whether... Um, that might be an option for me, a uh, discussion between my wife and I. Uh, a, a childhood friend of hers uh, had contacted us that we still remained in contact with from time to time, uh, even to this day, uh, had mentioned about cannabis oil and had dropped the name of Gary Pallister. And so my wife actually got in touch with Gary Pallister through either email or phone call once uh, in 2015 when we moved from Toronto to Northern Ontario uh, for my health and uh, <coughs> excuse me and after contacting him we didn't really go much further from that um, I just kind of joined a few Facebook groups uh, came across a lot of great information 
Um, and then in 2017, I made the jump and uh, my nurse practitioner suggested uh, medical cannabis. And um, <laughs> the, the, the story goes, uh, it's <laughs> where I am today, pharmaceutical free using cannabis only. Do you remember the first time you used that as a replacement? Uh, yes, I smoked a one gram joint of ghost train haze. <laughs> um, boy, was that a trip. <laughs> I see the light, brother. <laughs> yeah, but you know what? It was actually very calming. Um, nice. I, 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 I never used cannabis before, never used any type of psychedelics, never really been high. Um, I have a high tolerance for uh, pain and pain medications. Um, so even heavy duty pain medications, I just basically had a, a general good feeling about myself, but not really out of it or spaced out. Um, with the, when I had my first joint, it was a really different experience. Um, all the noise in my head and everything, everything just settled down, but yet I could hear everything going on around me. I could hear the, the TV. I could hear a conversation that with my wife was having with one of our kids. I could hear another conversation in the house. And but yet also my pain, I realized, was gone. Nice. It was like instantly gone. And no Isn't pills. that such a relief when that happens? Huge, huge relief, and and I I'd never experienced that with any pills before, and uh, so I I've made it my mission to make sure I always ensure I have cannabis, um, so I don't have to go back on the pills. And you know what? If I have to at some point, I will make that informed decision. But at this point, that's not where where my uh, where my desires lie. You know, Ron, I think I think there's a lot of pills that, you know, some of the side effects are them uh, of them are that you can be suicidal or get suicidal thoughts. But also that endless carousel of being in constant pain just yes. starts wearing on you. And even the most unlikely person to be suicidal will eventually become suicidal just because they need a break from that pain. Exactly. Exactly. And so here I was, again, a legal, using my prescriptions legally, like a legal prescription alongside with the cannabis um, at this point. And, but it's, it still wasn't enough. It wasn't until I actually came off the pills and used the cannabis only did the uh, suicidal thoughts and all, all the, the even, even the breakthrough pain um, that 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 was eliminated. How long did it take that you to uh, to eliminate pharmaceuticals from your body? Uh, I I would say I probably went through about a, a three month phase afterwards where I could. I, I'm pretty in tune with my body with how how mm. I, I feel and how different medications make me feel, especially being off. Some of being off of some of them as I was titrating down and getting off. Um, it was probably about a three month period after where I still had some side effects in that uh, to, to where I, I felt that I, I, my body had gotten rid of the toxins from it. 
So what form of cannabis were you using at this point, and what's your daily usage look like? Um, I use, uh, I only smoke it. Um, I would like to be able to use dabs, um, like a fresh uh, fresh pressed dabs um, for the purity and and the taste of it. Um, But unfortunately, I have to go with what I can afford with being on disability. And so that's dry flower. Um, I used to smoke joints that moved over to a bong. Um, I can find that with the bong, I can use a little bit less and still get the effects. Um, Now I don't get high much anymore um, unless I smoke a lot, like an insane amount at at one given time and in a certain setting. Um, Based on the fact that I usually smoke about once every uh, three to five hours um, probably about uh, a half gra- quarter to a half gram. Ron, so, are, would you say that there's uh, particular strains that work better for you than others? And if so, what are those? Definitely. Pretty much any um, strain that has uh, certain terpenes, uh, such as linalool. Uh, there's, uh, I can't pronounce it all the time, uh, giwail. Uh, I'm pretty sure I'm mispronouncing that uh, but they tend to be very good for uh, neuropathic pain um, especially for drug resistant uh, neuropathic pain well, there's um, a- so there's a lot of uh, uh, strains that have linalulin um, a lot of your purple, you can share a lot of your purple strains uh, tend to have it um, linalool is um, in lavender as well, um, so I'm I'm really big on the terpenes. Unfortunately, my memory doesn't uh, do me very well, so I don't have everything all organized in my head. Um, but I do oh, hope to okay. one day have it organized out on computer, and that as as a guide to help people because I I do believe terpenes is where the real medicinal benefit is, not necessarily. Um, the THC levels, um, although I do find that high TH levels, THC levels are better at reducing the pain um, than some of the lower ones. However, given that some of the terpene profiles, if, it, if you've got a lower THC strain with a higher terpene profile, that can actually work better than the other way around. Ron, do you still do use you a... Find that- go, go ahead, Corey. Oh, I was just going to ask you, do you find that in the evening it's best to do like an indica versus a sativa that would likely keep you awake or, or does that not bother you? There's some people that don't have an issue and others are wired for sound. Yeah, it doesn't really affect me a lot. Um, it does to a degree. I do feel a little bit more energized uh, when I do smoke a sativa uh, over an indica. Um, but overall, um I, I usually don't smoke too many uh, sativas. I usually have lean more towards an indica or an indican dominant hybrid. Do you still use a walker and a cane? Nope, haven't uh, since. You know what? I can't even. I can't even remember. Sometime in. Sometime in 2020, early 2020. Wow. Yeah, it's been so long. Wow. Um, I'm so active in my garden. Um, there's still a lot I can't do. I got to pace myself and that, but that's okay. 
um, but at least I'm out there doing doing work and uh, growing growing my cannabis as well. Um, I, I grow my four recreational outside and have a medical license ACMPR uh, grow inside. Um, I don't grow a lot, still learning, um, but every amount that I do grow is less that I have to go out and buy. And it's also great consuming your own organic product that you've put your uh, time and love into. Mm-hmm. What, uh, what's, what's your, f- go, go ahead, Corey. Okay. Thank you. I was just going to say, what was your family's response to, to watching what you went through and, and the transition from, uh, opiates to cannabis? Um, my immediate family, uh, I'm totally amazed and grateful. Uh, I have some extended family, um, who, uh, some of them basically have only said, oh, I don't believe in anecdotal evidence. I want to see the studies. Um, well, you know what? Some of those people, their viewpoints are uh, switched around on that. And uh, they, they just, they look at me and look at what, what it's, what, where I was before to where I am now. Um, and they say, you know what? I'll believe that over any study. Yeah. The evidence is there and you're the evidence. Yeah, it is. It is. Yeah. It is. I'm, and I'm, there's I'm, tons of studies out there. Absolutely yep. tons of them. Mm-hmm. Yes. I, I'm, actually, I'm actually kind of getting tired of hearing that line that, oh, there's not enough studies out there. There's lots if you want to look. That's right. How, yes. does, how do the, your medical doctors feel about, what, uh, about your transformation? Uh, well, I don't have a family doctor. I okay. have currently seen, been seen a nurse practitioner in my little community uh, for the last six years that I've lived here. Um, I basically mm, only see them maybe once a year now. Um, they're in full support um, of what I'm doing, and uh, it's it, it's a good feeling to have that. Um, but as I said, I don't even really go to the doctor. Um, I don't get colds. Um, I, I, I got real no need to go. Uh, all my blood work is come back normal. Um, when I do go, um, all my, uh, kidney levels, uh, liver levels, all of that is within normal range. And, uh, before it was all out of whack. So. <laughs> wow. Did you ever think that uh, when you were at your worst taking the pharmaceuticals that uh, cannabis would be a savior to you? I knew it would be from the stories that I was reading and hearing um, on radio shows like uh, uh, yours here, um, as well as uh, another uh, radio show, radio cannabis radio station that i'm actually now uh hosting one of their weekly uh shows on um second second day today this morning so uh that just goes to show you where that's taken me um where 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 this plant has taken me it's gone from me basically going from having psychotic episodes with the uh, uh hydromorph and having uh uh whole body muscle spasms as if I had um, uh, Parkinson's and to wanting to and wanting to die and laying in a, a, a bathtub with hot hot water in the hot shower beating on me to where I am today it's it's 
it's it's life transforming. At any time when you were taking the pharmaceuticals, did you come close to committing suicide? Uh, not in the oh. Okay, probably within yeah. I would say there was at least a couple of uh, um, times where probably would have been a matter of seconds away. Uh, other times there was uh, times where I was consciously putting plans in place to make sure that my final affairs were in order, that my wife would have access to certain things that she would need to know and stuff like that, um, and where certain things were. Um, and it, it was horrible going through that and it's taken me a long time to be able to talk about it and not get really emotional um not that it doesn't it doesn't affect me it, it still does but i i just keep reminding myself of where i am right now that <laughs> i i don't ever want to go back to that and and i can't and it's just <laughs> this 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 life that I'm living right now is amazing. You know, you and mentioned something. Ron, was, yeah. was your wife ever, uh, was she aware of how close you were to suicide? Yes. Yes. That must have uh, been very frightening for her. Yes. Um, one, one of the biggest keys for me was the education of learning. Uh, the, the big One of my biggest uh, uh, health issues, um, aside from the chronic pain, is uh, chronic, um, or sorry, not chronic, um, complex uh, PTSD uh-huh. from, from multiple traumas over life. And um, education for me, learning about those, the condition, learning everything about it that I could, um, getting involved in Facebook groups with other people who are going through similar things, um, learning what they do uh, to help cope and to move on with things. Um, and, uh, yeah, I can't remember exactly where I was going with that, but... No, oh, don't worry. Yeah. It happens to me all the time. <laughs> <laughs> what are you laughing at, Corey? Well, and there's a very good, uh, very good strain of cannabis for PTSD. Uh, just an FYI, uh, called Golden Goat. Golden Goat. I've never heard of that. I'll have to look so that it's, up. It's, it's available quite readily in the states, but there are places in Canada that have it now. If you're interested in that and you need. Um, being pointed in the right direction let me know um but yeah golden goat is incredible in fact you know they're using it with vets in the uh states and just even smelling it Mm -hmm. is enough to chill people out yeah 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 that's actually that's what's one thing i'm gonna was gonna say too is just as uh jack kungle says um the the plant will guide you it, it it is true um, I can actually open up a bag and, and or, or, or a container, smell it, and just by its smell, I know whether that's going to work for me or not. Yeah, I, it's, I can see I, that. It, it's it's it's. I'm sure there's probably some science in it that that can be that can be done to back it up, but I know that there's other people that experience the same thing, and. Uh, 
So I, I don't know. <laughs> but yeah. And there is certain strains that I, I find that work better for me than others. Um, LA Confidential, which I'm growing right now, um, is an excellent one for uh, nighttime. Um, I can get a good solid night's sleep uh, consuming that. Um, and uh, a few others for daytime uh, are pretty pretty good. Uh, Sour Tangy, Sour Diesel, um, and a few others. You know, you said something earlier, Ron, which I think, I think which is really critical. And Corey and I mentioned this on a, a number of podcasts. You knew, you absolutely knew in your gut that cannabis was the, was the answer and it was going to help you. I don't know, Corey, how many times we've talked to people who absolutely knew that cannabis was the answer. And they're the ones... 238. That, yeah, 238. <laughs> <laughs> And it's, not only go ahead. Not only not only that. It was it, it was it had to be that or that was it. Like I yeah. couldn't, I couldn't keep going on living the way I couldn't keep going on living the way I was going and also subjecting my family to that. Mm-hmm. How do your kids feel about your use? Uh, no issues. They they all consume. Um, I I have no issues. Um, it's medicine. Um, it's a lot better than them consuming alcohol. Aren't you? Yes. Uh, it is. Aren't you astounded at the number of people who quietly consume cannabis but don't want anyone to know? But when you have a conversation with them about it, they say, "Yeah, I've been doing it for years." Yeah, yeah. I I, I don't hide my use. Um, I go anywhere. People smell it on me. I don't care. <laughs> if you're if you're offended by the smell, oh well. There's lots of smells that that, that people that are worse. Be offended by. <laughs> yeah. Or no, not not even worse. Because how do you, how do you judge worse? Yeah, that's true. There's just lots of smells that people are offended by. Someone may wash um, their laundry in a certain soap, and someone walks by and you don't like it. Mm-hmm. Well, there's no difference to me than walking by someone who smells of cannabis. You know, well, Ron, if we ever meet and I keep sniffing you, you won't be offended, right? <laughs> no, no, not at all. <laughs> yeah, that's an interesting oh. point because one of the things when, when people first smell cannabis, they don't like the smell, but when you start to consume it, the smell is wonderful. Yes, yeah, and there there is certain strains that I don't like the smell of, um, but there's also certain strains that, like, the smell is just amazing. Um, like blueberry kush. Yeah, boy, you sound like you're an authority in all this now. <laughs> <laughs> uh, it means that much to me. Yeah, and that's, no, it's that's your life, right? It, it is. It is. Um, and I'm I'm also going to be in addition to hosting a weekly uh, cannabis uh, news uh, reporting show. Um, I'm also going to be hosting a nightly uh, half hour uh, smoke sesh um, for uh, fun on one of the groups uh, that they have uh, that I'm in, just for the mm-hmm. 30 minutes or so of fun to get away from all the hectic uh, rat races out there right now. Yeah, it's fantastic. So, yeah. yeah, Ron, you have a very interesting story. Uh, do you have any advice to people who are maybe cannabis hesitant? Uh, join groups. Join Facebook groups. There's a lot of good information out there. Um, patient, patient-centric patient groups 
um, especially. Uh, so anything on the medical side. Um, unfortunately, our healthcare system does not have sufficient information out there for patients. Um, so they have to turn to uh, other to other ways of getting that information. And for me, that was Facebook and as well as YouTube. A uh, lot of different uh, uh, seasoned growers and uh, consumers on YouTube with a lot of good information. Um, and anyone who is wanting to dip into it, and they tried a couple of times and says, oh, it didn't work, that's not for me, um, you need to try other strains. That's all I have to say. Um, try a variety. Find out what your likes and dislikes are. Um, your body will t honestly tell you what feels good and what works and what doesn't. Yeah, well said. Thanks, Ron. I appreciate your, your time. Thank you. I really appreciate you guys having me on. Thank you so very much, Ron. Thank you, Corey. And thank you, Ian. Take care. Take care. Bye now. And if you'd like to tell your story about the medical use of cannabis, uh, we're very receptive to us. Just uh, to it, go to our webpage, CannabisHealthRadio.com, and uh, send us a note, and uh, we'll be in contact with you. And as many of you are aware, Cannabis Health Radio relies on listeners for support. And there are a couple of ways you can do that. You can make a one-time donation. I keep saying this for as little as $5 a month or a cup of Starbucks coffee. Or you can make a monthly donation for whatever amount you want. Go to our website, CannabisHealthRadio.com, and a pop-up window will guide you through the process. And for those fabulous folks who have made donations, we are extremely grateful and would like to thank you for your kind support. And with that, we'll be back next week with another edition of Cannabis Health Radio. Thanks for listening to Cannabis Health Radio. For more information and to search previous podcasts, visit our website, CannabisHealthRadio.com. Subscribe so you don't miss new episodes. And follow us on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. This podcast is made possible by donations from our listeners. If you found the information helpful, please consider making a donation in any amount through our website. You can also help us share our message by leaving a review on your podcast listening platform. We are very grateful for your support. Thank you. Thanks for listening to today's show. To check out more great cannabis podcasts, go to podconnects.com. Here's a preview of one of our other shows. Hey everyone, it's Ryan from the Cannabis Connoisseur Podcast. If you're looking for ways to utilize cannabis to keep you healthy, strong, and sharp, come join us every Wednesday where we dive into the best ways to use cannabis to optimize your life. Topics include cannabis and athletics, cannabis for productivity, cannabis for anxiety, cannabis for a healthy immune system, and so much more. If you're a curious connoisseur, this show is for you. So please head over to our page and we're looking forward to seeing you this week. Bye.